Hello, and thank you for turning in to the Keystone Schools podcast, Keystone Unplugged. This podcast will have multiple Keystone staff members hosting each episode and provide you, our Keystone student and families, with valuable information on resources to help you with your educational journey. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. here today with Mr. Ryan Lombardo and Mr. Daniel Puentes, who are both student success advisors at the Keystone School. Today's episode, we will be talking about goals, motivation, and how to stick to those New Year's resolutions. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. Good to be here. Good. Good. Wonderful, wonderful. Can you believe it's already the end of 2021? Like, is that just insane to you? It pretty much is. It was it was a fast year. It used to felt fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you guys ready for 2022? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 yeah. I mean, it's going to be here whether we want it to be or not. You know, ready or not, here it, it comes. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, that is very true. It's just amazing how this year has flown by. We've had. You know, lots of great memories this year um, at Keystone. We did lots of new events at Keystone and um, lots of student involvement. We launched new clubs. We um, officially went through a full year of our new learning management system. So this this year has really been a whirlwind and an exciting one at that. And so I'm excited to see what 2022 has to bring for the Keystone School, but also for each one of us and for our students and for our families. Um, And, uh, you know, today is going to be a lot of talk about just, you know, how to kind of mentally shift your mindset and how to think positive uh, for this upcoming um, new year with goals for either your academics, um, your organizational skills, uh, motivation, um, and just kind of really trying to stay ahead of the game rather than, you know, kind of falling back on those goals. Um, So the first thing I would like to bring up for motivation and kind of setting these goals is to really kind of start small, especially if you want to set a new goal for yourself, start that goal small. So for example, if you want to get better in math, you're not going to be you know, consuming every day with math all day, every day. And instead you want to break your math skills into manageable chunks. So maybe setting a timer, um, using the Pomodoro technique where you work on math for about 10, 15 minutes, um, 
every day. And then when the timer goes off, you can focus on something else. So that way, and then increase those time, those timer goals um, throughout the, the next couple weeks to where you're really kind of building up those skills. Um, have either of you used the Pomodoro technique before? Yes, I, I, I use it. Um, I used it when I was in college too. That's how I managed my time. But um, yeah, I still use it now when I'm trying to do something. I know I got a lot going on. Oh, and I know I'm not going to finish it if it's mm-hmm. a big one. And I know I'm not going to get it done within a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll set a timer so I know that I need to go on to something else mm-hmm. and then just pick that up tomorrow. Okay. Mr. Ryan? I actually haven't used that. My... <laughs> my the way that like thinking back to high school college the way that i um organized myself is actually very chaotic mainly because i never uh really developed my own sense of organization or anything like that until i was much older so i would sometimes run myself into the ground with studying or um you know trying to to get things done in a very short amount of time, uh, which causes a lot of stress. I wouldn't recommend it. It's not a good thing. <laughs> well, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know it even had a name when I was in college, but I went to college pretty late in life. So I was, I already had a full-time job and a wife and children when I went to college. So I had to, I had to time out everything so that I didn't lose anything. So, but I didn't actually know that it had a a, na- a specific name at that time until I actually started Keystone. And uh, Aubrey was like, "Hey, we tell kids to use this." I'm like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> it's nice to know that it has a name." Yeah, the stuff that I've been doing. So I yeah. live by the I live by the Pomodoro technique pretty much with everything. And um, another way that the Pomodoro technique kind of mimics something else is having a calendar alert or an alert system um, built in on your computer or your phone that sends you reminders of when you're supposed to be doing something or how long that task is going to be. Um, and so I find that really helpful too. I I plug in everything. So I almost have notifications going off all the time, um, but that really kind of helps me stay on track. And it's something small and easy that I can do. And, um, you know, when I get caught up into something and I completely forget, I have that notification pop up or that that Pomodoro timer kind of go off. And I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, so now we can now we can switch or we can lengthen that time and adjust the, the later um, activities if you're able to do that, too. So being flexible allows that flexibility as well, too. Now, Mr. Ryan and Mr. Dan, I know a lot of times you both listen to music um, when you um, do your work. Um, I think both within Keystone and in your own lives personally as well, too. Um, and I know that can be a motivation um, booster as well, too. Can you both expand on that a little bit, how those help you? You know, I really don't have time in my morning schedule when I'm getting the kids ready for school and getting stuff like that to listen to music. But on my drive home, typically from dropping uh, my children off, I usually put on something very upbeat. Um, 
if not upbeat, something that's very fast in tempo, um, just to kind of like to wake me up a bit, you know, as a kind of like a coffee accessory, um, just to kind of get my mind going. But then as I'm working on things throughout the day, I'm, I'm really good at being able to find a playlist or something that will just make my mind not wander. Um, I've always had that issue where my brain will kind of just channel surf, you know, as I'm trying to concentrate on something, which is very distracting, uh, you know. Uh, so I find very serene music to listen to. I have uh, this playlist on Spotify that it's nothing but like 20 tracks. It's like an hour and a half of music of just instrumental piano music. And it's super relaxing, not having any lyrics to it and, you know, anything like that. It doesn't distract me. So I can put it on and just kind of hyper focus on the work that I'm doing. And I did that all through college, too. If I had exams to study for um, when I was taking my licensing tests, I really did this because I was studying hours on end. I would just go to the library and I would get I have them somewhere. I have like these really big noise canceling headphones um, and I would put my earbuds underneath them. And I looked like a total dork in the library because I had these giant like head muffs on my head and like I would just zone out, you know, and I like every sense around me would be blocked out because I couldn't hear anything except the music that was playing. And I would just able to hyper focus on the material that I was studying. Mm -hmm. And that's how like music really um, helped my motivation in that because it allowed me to really block out everything else that was around me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty similar to Ryan. I think Um, I like to have a list as well. But I also like to time myself because <laughs> um, I know I know how I am. Some, like I'm very one track minded. So if I get something like that tends to be my sole mm. focus at the moment. Um, mu- I do. I listen to music all the time, especially when mm-hmm. I'm working because it keeps me on track. And uh, my music goes kind of like in the mornings, like I'm listening to more like. I don't want to say rock because I'm old, but like <laughs> a- a- era, like you know, I have a playlist with like Aerosmith, um, mm-hmm. you know, Ozzy Osbourne, um, Bon Jovi, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so that's kind of like, up. yeah, that's kind of my morning mix, you know. Mm-hmm. And then more towards the afternoon, I switch over to like, um, like I call it like outlaw country, like, um, and then. You know, as the day winds down, I I, I have a um, I do like a classical music list, so like Mozart, Beethoven, mm-hmm. things like that, to kind of wind me out the day. Um, but just it just kind of keeps me it kind of keeps me in a zone. For in the mornings, I have a list of like six songs that I will put on repeat while I'm doing like if I'm doing um, if I'm doing a certain thing in the morning like mm-hmm. I start doing a certain thing I'll put those six songs on repeat and mm-hmm. I'll just keep listening to them until I'm done yeah. so but um, I know it's, it's awful but yeah it's, it's amazing how 
you can zone out but still be productive when listening to music Um, especially with whatever music genre that really relates to you and your mood um, and how that can really make it more effective um, for you um, to be able to get your goals and and tasks done Um, yeah thank you both Uh, another thing is when you're setting your new year's resolutions it is recommended that you don't go overboard with your new year's resolutions you know do something that is manageable you know i probably wouldn't personally make any more than three new year's resolutions um for myself um because i first have to dedicate the time to be able to complete those resolutions i have to remember to do those resolutions and i want to make sure that i complete the resolution as well too um so if i set too many resolutions for myself i could easily you know lose track of it not remember it you know not be able to complete that resolution um if i set too many for myself um and one thing i do when i set my new year's resolutions is i tell others so i tell my co-workers like mr ryan and mr dan um i tell my family members i tell close friends what my new year's resolutions are because just by sharing what those resolutions are can help have like an accountability partner um because chances are pretty good that they'll check in with you like how your new year's resolution is going you know do you need any help do you need any recommendations and um you can have those close people to you be able to help hold you accountable for those resolutions or help re-motivate you and regain that energy um, to continue with those resolutions um, because those other people can really have a different mindset when it comes to that particular resolution that you might never have even thought of um, to be able to help you pursue and reach those resolution goals. Um, Now, Mr. Dan and Mr. Ryan, I know that um, I share many goals or um, (laughs) reminders to remind me with um, in our day-to-day work life. Um, And I know you guys do the same uh, with me as well, too. Do you find that to be helpful as well? Do you do this just in work or do you do it in your personal life as well? Um, Most of mine, when we talk, are work-related. So I I tend to keep those... (laughs) Um, you know, work-related. New Year's resolutions, I usually, myself personally, I don't usually tell anybody. I make them for myself mm-hmm. and they're mine for me alone. So mm-hmm. um, for the most part, I, I, I'll i think of uh, something that I want to accomplish mm-hmm. and um, I'll work on that. But, you know, in case for some reason I don't make that resolution, I feel a lot better about myself that no one else knows I was making it. So. Yeah. Do you write it down so you remember? I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I do. I do keep it for myself. But if I don't make it, I just go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. It never happens. We'll try again next year. <laughs> Mine is always, I set the same one every year and it's to quit by January 2nd. And I, I I make it every year. So, (laughs) but I, I don't tend to make like big 
life-changing um, promises to myself. Because, I mean, realistically, I know that if something's going to change, it's going to change. And if it's not going to, it's not going to. So any goals that I make at the beginning of the year are typically more short term. Okay. Um, you know, so, uh, you know. Yeah, they don't yeah. have to be long-term <laughs> goals. I mean, there's like the the typical, oh, I'm going to work out more. I'm going to not, you know, buy coffee every morning. I'm going to uh, you know, eat healthier, that sort of thing. And you work at it. And, you know, maybe for some people, it really works. You know, they hold out until at least January 4th, you know, and then... <laughs> at least, at least. <laughs> um, I mean, but... You know, so I guess really to say it's things that are less habit forming, like working out all the time and more of like, I want to do this this year, you know, want to do like my New Year's resolution is to save up some money so I can expand our vegetable garden in the backyard, you know, or, you know, things like that. More, more tangible items. Sure. Yeah, and I think you made a good point there, Mr. Ryan. You need to have your New Year's resolutions be realistic. Um, you know, think about what this upcoming year has in store for you. Plan for curveballs. Um, plan for free time. Plan for um, sick time. You know, plan. Plan. F- make sure that your goals can still be reached with things being thrown onto your plate that you might not necessarily want to have on your plate, but know that it could potentially happen. And, um, you know, really think about what those realistic goals are going to help you become in the long term as well, too. Um, So you're kind of almost like checking off multiple goals there for yourself. If you're thinking about attending a university um, or a college after graduation, look into those universities and colleges now. You can be in elementary school, you could be in middle school, you could be now in high school. Reach out to the admissions departments at those universities and colleges and let them know that you're interested in this program and what they recommend to help build those techniques and skills now or kind of get a plan in place of what you're expected to do once you um, get ahead. And so those are little things that you can do. Um, It doesn't have to be daily. If you have some downtime one day, you can look into them and be able to to build it up. Um, But, you know, the ultimate thing is remember to keep it realistic. Remember to reward yourself when you complete a task that you haven't done before, that you weren't looking forward to and then completed it, um, or just getting into a new daily habit. Mr. Ryan and Mr. Dan, uh, what are some of the rewards that you kind of do for yourself if you hit like a a milestone um, in goals or work or, you know, home life? The the goals that I make for myself, I bask in the reward that my goals actually give me. So um, like last year, one of my goals for the year was, like I mentioned earlier, was to save up a little money and build this big vegetable garden that we have out in the backyard. And honestly, the reward was now I get 
I have fresh vegetables to eat all the way through the winter time here. Um, so that's, you know, a big part of it. And like the reward comes definitely out of the work that you put into it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. Like, so one of the, uh, I'm, I'm old, so I keep going back to that because I'm old, but old um, man Keystone, we'll call one, you of the for- things, one of the things I've always been kind of taught is to take pride in what you do. You know, if you set a goal for yourself and you accomplish it, I, I take a step back and I just, you know, I take pride in the fact that I, that I finished it. And that moment, that moment for me is reward. Like, you know, I built, you know, I built a, um, I built a, um, a hunting blind mm-hmm. from scratch, right? Like mm-hmm. I just took a bunch of old wood, thought one day I'm going to build it and I built it and it looks awesome. And I took a step back. I was like, man, I crushed mm-hmm. it, you know? And to me, and now, you know, you can do it. Right. And, mm-hmm. that, and that's, and that's the reward for me is just that moment of, of, wow, look, mm-hmm. look what I just did. And one of the things that, that I enjoy doing is um, like when we work with students here at Keystone, like every now and then we'll get a couple of students or we'll get a student that we can just, you know, they just want to spend time and focus on stuff. And one of the things like I've done with several of the students that I've worked with pretty closely is when they actually finish it, I make them go back and look at what they've accomplished. So I'll pull up the schedule with all of the, all of the blacked out, um, assignments i'll say look what you did at the beginning you didn't think you were going to make it and now look you're completely done you know and you know being able to just talk them through that through that moment in their high school career or whatever you know whatever you want to call it the moment where they went oh i did do that you know and it's like you said you know you set a goal whether it's a new year's resolution or whether it's just a, a goal from now until just till the end of December, or if it's, you know, whatever it is, take that moment in when you accomplish it. That's to me is one of the most important things you can do because when you take that moment in, you're like, and you take that deep breath and it's completely done. You're like, Oh man, look what I've done. Now, all of a sudden you've got incentive to accomplish your next goal. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up, Mr. Dan. I think that really kind of wraps up um, what today's call is. You know, you should be proud of yourself um, for all the little things, for all the big things, for all the next steps that you're doing, for all the positive thoughts that go through your head, for all the times that you had to stop, take a break, come back into it. You know, really be proud of yourself. School's not always easy. It's, it's not. Um, everyday life is not always easy. It's not. But we get through. We take into account the next minute, the next hour, the next day, the next week, the next month. Um, and, and we just kind of chug along. And um, if you need help, you know, reach out to your close uh, family and friends. Have them be that day-to-day, you know, check-in with you, um, weekly check-in. Um, have them be a part of your resolution. Um or, you know, if you need 
help in specific areas, reach out to Keystone. You know, us as student success advisors can help with scheduling, motivation, organization, time management, navigation. Um, Our Keystone teacher link is available for you to reach out and you can talk with the teacher directly about specific content questions that you have. Um, Keystone is is here to help. And, um, you know, we are able to be a part of your resolution if you allow us to be. Um, and, we're, and we're happy to help. And we just hope that you have a wonderful end of the 2021 year and that um, you guys all um, are welcomed with positive thoughts and energy um, for the year of 2022. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Mr. Dan. Thank you, Mr. Ryan, for being part of today's podcast. And we hope you enjoyed it. Bye, everyone.